0: i'm gary and i'm owen and this is left out left out is an lgbtqia history podcast join us as we learn about incredible events and people that have shaped the history you weren't taught in school Hello!
1: Hi! Welcome back to another episode of Left Out. Hi! Um, thank you to everyone who's listened to episode one of season two so far. Yes, um, we've now done 15 episodes. 15 episodes overall, Woo. which is um, yeah, really exciting. Um, so, this week's episode, uh, we are talking about the one and only Lady Gaga, um, but in particular, her single Born This Way, because Born This Way actually was uh, became ten years old. Can you believe it? It did ten years old. Uh, this February. So, um, we wanted to talk about the the song itself, and we're a decade since it's been released. So, sort of, what's yeah, its legacy? So, yeah, where yeah. Where is the world that we've left behind? I can't believe it's been ten years. I know ten years. Ten years, which makes us feel really old. We're big Lady Gaga fans. Like that's no secret that we love Lady yeah. Gaga. And yep. I think even if you're not a huge Lady Gaga fan, you can't deny the talent that she has.
0: No, I and think... also the, what she then you know what she does in terms of inclusivity and things like that. It's it's kind of everything yes, she well. does.
1: And I think um, ten years on now from that single, which obviously wasn't even her first single or her break no, into no, no, the music no. industry. Um, it's actually crazy to think of the Lady Gaga that we knew then versus that Lady Gaga that we know now. Um, So, obviously, there's one anthem that really did put a stake in the ground in the early 2000s, which was Born This Way. Yes. That did so much for LGBTQ plus representation in pop culture. Um, And it came out in February
0: 2011. It did. And if you were a fan of Gaga in the early 2010s, which feels weird even saying that... um, (laughs) And obviously, you you probably still are like us. You spent a lot of time explaining her work to everyone and saying how amazing she was yeah. and what all this means and <laughs> how incredibly talented she is. I, th-
1: I remember when she first came out, we spent a lot of the time,
0: like, Telling people, like, no, she's not a one-hit wonder. No, and like, showing it, videos, like, of when we saw her in concert, being yeah. like, look at her, look at no, her no, with a piano. Yeah, like, she's, cause she has got talent, honestly. Yeah. Um, but to a lot of people, she was just wacky. She was sort of a flash-in-the-pan pop star, which yeah. is so ironic, isn't it? Because yeah. it's a lot... Well, that sort of saying is said about a lot of people that end up lasting, you know, that was said about David Bowie, that was said about oh, you know, all those
1: sorts of I people. especially those people that are pushing the norms um whereas now she is hitting that kind of status isn't she yeah that sort of legendary yeah
0: status legend yeah Yeah. um and obviously this whole moment of born this way you know there was the egg of her being born out of the egg (laughs) at the grammys if everyone remembers that um and never mind all the clothing that she wore all of it had a purpose you know she never she has never done that still she never just does something for the sake of it yeah for all it looks good you know, there's always a purpose behind it. And, you know, LGBT uh, representation and born this way was no different either. Um, you know, she always had a statement about fame or sex or social justice, yeah. um, you know, equality. Mm. It always has a reason. Yeah,
1: there was always a point where there was still always this sort of a point, isn't there? Some sort of big backstory to her body of work or a single yes. or like, even every outfit, whether it be a red carpet, there's tends to be some sort of oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. thought behind it. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, Born This Way itself, um, it's like she um, wanted to make it clear, though, that she, this wasn't about that, I felt. Yeah. So, it wasn't about, sort of, a meat dress. It wasn't about well, it, there was wearing no a shock. wacky...
0: There was no, like, shock factor. It was more a purpose. It kind
1: of felt like she. the message of the song was too important, that it couldn't get lost in the fact that, I don't know... People were talking about, like, what she was wearing. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like Um, the
0: spectacle of it.
1: Yeah. So, and I would say, already up to this point, and the the fandom that she had gained up until this point, it was no secret that she wasn't uh, already sort of standing up for LGBTQ plus rights, and that was very clear. and she'd already made that pretty clear in sort of interviews, hadn't she? She'd already yes, sort of yeah, openly spoken yeah. about it. And if you
0: went to go, I mean, we saw her in concert in twenty, 20 ten. It was probably I a year say twenty before ten. This came out. Yeah, yeah, it was before this. And even then, she, you know, she was making it very um clear that that yeah. of inclusivity and standing up for equality and all that sort of thing. Like she made it clear at the concert. Yeah,
1: and I can remember there was a real big uh, shift in the way that uh people saw her, and especially sort of the queer community. Um she did she turned up to a rally in a protest for the repeal of um the Don't Ask, Don't Tell bill in USA. Um, and that was a policy that prohibited military personnel from discriminating against or harassing closeted homosexual or bisexual service members or applicants whilst barring openly gay, lesbian or bisexual persons from military service. Yeah. And she made such a... Uh, strong point about that didn't she oh yeah she? yeah yeah like um yeah and
0: she, you can watch her speech where she, in support of getting rid of that bill and, and i can remember sort of
1: being so we were what 1920 at that time and being like for us i think it was the first pop star in my life that made like a political stance yeah she's I would by say no so. means the first i can't I, we can't say she's the first person to do it but the one that sort of really i think was like oh she.
0: Yeah. Well, she's the first one, I would say, in our generation that I've noticed or had a clear idea of what she's doing. Yeah, Going like, oh, that's
1: interesting. And then with the release of Born This Way, it kind of felt like she was then bringing that to her pop music.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, And as, you know, Owen was saying, it... We've had it before in pop mm. culture. There have been artists that have gone back, you know, Madonna, Madonna's Vogue yeah. serves an anthem for self-expression and obviously, um, you know, from the ballroom yeah. circuit, but she always, she already, um, already had as well, um, Express Yourself as well, which there was a hint into that of, you know, being you. Yes. So Madonna was a big one for it. You know, Katy Perry told her fans um, that you were, there were fireworks. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that album actually, there was, you know, it was um, all very about uplifting. And, a, and there's, yeah. yeah, rainbows mentioned and things like yeah, that, you yeah, know, exactly. so it's happened before. And of course, we've had LGBTQ pop stars that have you know, um, express themselves and use that through yes. the music. and I
1: always think, like, pop music, it goes hand-in-hand hand with queer culture. It's one in the probably same. Probably because it's dominated by a lot of queer theater. people. Mm. Um, and what I found was really interesting is when you look back at other songs that are classed, say, gay anthems mm. or gay empowerment or queer empowerment, none of these messages were exclusively explicit. So they could be written for a queer person or for a straight person, and you can sort of take from them what you like. Will. It's
0: raining men, which is clearly a gay anthem, yeah. a queer anthem. But, but you know, can, a straight woman can dance to that song and equally feel empowered. It's implicit. Yeah, it's, it's like almost hidden. But, um, but if you're in the know, you know. And I think that you know harkens back to the idea of you know secret gay clubs, secret queer clubs. Yeah. You know, they would use that sort of music. And I
1: think, like, if you go back to, like, Katy Perry's firework, for example, like, that could be empowering for, say, a young gay kid or a young queer kid, but equally, you can play it at, like, a graduation. Yeah. So yeah. it's like... It kind it's of not, empowers anyone. It's not out there explicitly saying this is mm. a queer song. Um, and even if you look at uh, Christine Aguilera's Beautiful, for yeah. example... And the video. Yeah, the video. You know? That had two men kissing in the video. But God, the, I remember that
0: coming out and everyone being like, oh my God, yeah, but, have
1: you seen that video? Yeah, you know? but still, the message was diluted. The song wasn't openly queer. No,
0: it was implicit. It wasn't anyone explicit. Anyone
1: could listen to that song mm. and feel empowered. It wasn't written for... The queer community.
0: No, 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 not at all. But you know, the power of the song uh, Born This Way is clear, as the single received as much commercial and critical success as Vogue, Firework, Beautiful, um, without its queer messaging. So, you know, it was a huge hit anyway. Yes. Let's not forget that it has a banging tune, a banging beat, <laughs> like amazing lyrics. You know, it's well written. It's In Lady your Gar- opinion. Well <laughs> it's Lady Gaga. She's talented. So so it, it, it's, it's, it's a tune. And like, I think that's really interesting as well, because it
1: did, like, if you remember at the time, it was huge. Like, after she did that performance coming out of the Egg at the Grammys, the song just went hmm. beyond. And I think at that time, she was still touring the... Fame, uh, monster. fame monster album didn't she sing the line to this before though yes yeah, so when she won at the VMAs. She, she collect
0: didn't she get it from Cher and then yeah she yeah was that was the night yeah so, so she sang a line so it was
1: already there it, um to be honest I would say it's probably one of the most and I don't want to sound like a nee, sort of word but it's probably like one of the most organic things she's ever written yeah because it was a response to what she was then seeing when she was on the road yeah and the, her interactions with fans and I don't think we've really seen that from her ever again, but then maybe we don't need to because she then delivered Born This Way. Um, But yeah, I think it's really interesting that a song that is so openly queer, and we'll speak about the lyrics and things in that song in a minute, but it still received the same commercial success as other gay anthems that weren't so explicitly queer, which I think says a lot, I suppose, about the time that we were in at that time so
0: yeah definitely so Lady Gaga said something very interesting about the Mm. song Born This Way during um a March 2011 interview at Google headquarters she said what's so funny is when I put that song on everybody was like oh the lyrics are so literal and I'm like yeah she shared almost with a FU energy she wasn't angry but you could tell how important the track was to her and how she didn't want the message to get muddled so she was very specific about yes that is that is exactly yeah, what it is. And then about. I think
1: when you look back at, say, singles that had come from her before, like, say, Poker Face, yeah. there was a very submersive message. And if you remember, well, I remember her poker interviews, face, it was or, like,
0: is that about bisexuality? Like, yeah, we weren't that, quite but sore. Sure. And,
1: and um, I, if you remember, like, all the promotion for Lady Gaga up until this point was quite, hit, it was always quite coy. Every yeah. answer she had And quite, her interviews, remember, that's she, she used me, to have strange interviews yeah. where they'd
0: be like, what's your real name? And she'd be like, lady gaga yeah like no it's not uh, yeah that's
1: what i mean like we did she was a bit of an enigma we didn't really know anything about her which i think obviously helped her popularity but with this one this single dropped she, it's like yeah she had a bit of an FU. she's like no this is what i'm
0: saying and also this is who i am because let's not forget she yeah she's you know, not an ally she's bi she she, she, she is openly part of yeah, the community exactly. so yeah
1: yeah exactly um Yeah, and like you said, it wasn't like an anger thing. It was just I I want this to be clear. This is what I'm singing about. Yeah. Um, So for a mainstream song, obviously, to be so explicitly and intentionally uplift queer community was revolutionary. Mm -hmm. It was. Like I said, there's there's many a gay anthem out there. You've only got to go to a gay club to hear them. But
0: this was... There's about a thousand gay anthems. Yeah, there's
1: (laughs) endless amounts and kind of whatever you want them to be. But this one said the words in it born this way said the words in it transgender sung really loud but also it came at a time that i think and i can remember because we were that age we were sort of 18 to 20 and you had things on tv like glee mm-hmm. which was discussing sort of someone being gay at high school and even queer stories Yeah, had um other stories in it that were queer as well um and uh, I think there was a lot as well, I can remember at the time in culture, a lot of talking about sort of like teen suicide. Yes. Um, And it was starting to become a discussion.
0: Oh yeah, people were discussing it, people were aware of, more aware of what w- was going on and I think Lady Gaga did that thing that she always does where she says... She sees that something is happening. She sees that a discussion is happening. Yeah. And she goes, okay, well, let's put that at the front of the stage, at the forefront, and, and let's talk shout, about it. Oh, and
1: let shout about it. Because yeah. that is very much, there's nothing subtle about no, Lady no, Gaga. No, 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 no. Um, and, and then, like we were saying, it had the words in in the actual song, gay, by lesbian, and I would say probably one of the most important, transgender, sung yes. loudly, clearly in a massive pop hit. And it was... If not, I believe the first pop song to ever use those words in a song, ever. At
0: least altogether. Especially and,
1: and the word transgender. I don't yeah. think that had ever been sung in a mainstream pop song until this point. Um, and I think that was just huge. And I remember at the time, like obviously, we were we were openly gay at the time, so it wasn't yeah. like we were struggling with. No. that like and with our identity but you're, but you're but,
0: still struggling with acceptance at a young yeah age.
1: and it was so affirming that there was someone there mm. in mainstream culture so it wasn't even mm. a subculture that was just like waving that flag
0: yeah well I proud. think it's the same as when you watch a film and you see yourself in it when you hear a song and it's not about a boy loving a girl or a girl loving a boy and it's actually about something you can connect to and about your struggles that you've been through, you, you it makes you feel like you're accepted in the world a bit more. Yeah. And that's what she clearly purposely wanted to
1: do. And I thought what was really interesting about the song as well, and I can remember when it came out, that um, that it was something discussing queer culture, but in an uplifting anthem. Yeah. It wasn't... When well, it was celebratory, that's that, it. Yeah, so it wasn't like something you'd see on TV where... The gay kid commits suicide or mm-hmm. gets bullied or yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: um can never come out of the closet whereas i remember growing up a lot of things that we had to identify well, they always with. Died yeah they always died or they were always the tragic story never yeah. the the ones winning and this felt like a win
0: yeah i agree um and i think also you know we have to talk about and acknowledge the fact those words born this way it is a bit of a kick in the teeth to you know any organized religion that condemns yeah. queer people because you know you know, it's clearly saying this is the way they're meant to be and whether you believe in capital H I M or Yeah, like
1: what's the opening lyrics of the song is that it? it doesn't matter if you love him or capital H I M, which is obviously So, so it's the basically big guy.
0: saying you're you know, F you. If you believe yeah. that somebody is not born this way and you believe they have an affliction or or, you know, a disease or whatever um, or they're making even you know a, a lifestyle choice. Yeah. Um, then screw you because that is not true, and I'm going to use your own words back at you. Yeah. Um, to to tell you, you know, basically tell you to shut up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think also you know I think back to when you know when we we saw Lady Gaga in her mon- fame monster um, a tour, and we saw it in the first day. Of the UK part yeah, it was of it, yeah. The first UK date. We wasn't saw there? it on the first time when it had become the proper Monster Ball tour because yeah. before that it was weird boxes. Do you remember? We saw the proper well, yeah, first Monster tour. she done North
1: American version, but it and, was weird. Well, no, but the I think her popularity had grown in time... so, so then, then the show changed, got bigger yeah. on the road. Yeah, but I
0: remember we saw it the day after the Brit Awards. So she just won, I think, two or three Brit Awards. Yeah, and I remember she came onto the stage. She was like an hour late because half the set hadn't turned up, do you remember? And we were like, what's yeah, going on? They almost cancelled the it. Arena. There was a fire in the like the arena as well. Like Somebody left a dishwasher on, do you remember? So oh we God, got in late. Yeah. And then we get in, we're waiting, and we're like, is this really worth it? Obviously, we watched the whole thing. We're like, 100% that was worth it. Um, but what I thought was really interesting was there was a moment where... Um, it had only just started that everyone was using the sort of monster claw hand that the fans use. And the idea of little monsters had only just started to be being discussed and used. And I remember she was on a piano. She was singing one of the songs. I think she was singing Speechless. And she stopped and she turned and we were very close. We were like 10 feet away from this woman. And I remember her saying, you know, I keep noticing this. And she acknowledged the monster claw. And she basically was saying how, I keep noticing this. You know, I'm seeing that we're all coming together as a community. Yeah. And then she did, you know, she, you know, she performed the whole Monster Ball. Yeah. And then later on in interviews, I remember reading how she had started writing Born This Way then. She started writing Born This Way when she arrived in Manchester. Yeah. And when after she had seen and she carried on seeing this bringing together of a community. And I thought, God, that's so weird because we were there. Yeah. We were part of that. And I think that connects back to what the song is about as well. If you're a fan and you went to go see this, or even if you didn't see it, if you saw it on YouTube, whatever, you're a part of the fact that you've influenced her to write something to empower you. It's like a full circle thing. And it's very rare. It's
1: it's just synonymous with queer culture, isn't it? Yes. Of that sense of community. And because you were born this way... You instantly get to become part of something, definitely, and I would say that if you don't feel that way right now, if you're listening to this and maybe you are struggling with identity and sexuality, and you don't feel part of something, just know that there are corners of this community that will welcome you with open arms, yes, and I think what you would like what you were saying was we're in the arena in Manchester, and it felt like that um. It felt like we were part of something huge, yeah, which was very exciting. Yeah, But obviously that was all ten years ago. That was a decade ago, and we're old now. So, I think, I think the the song will, the song will go down as in history. It oh, will. of course it will. Already yeah. is. Do you know I mean, why? You can I mean? go
0: to any gay bar and you just play the beginning like beats of it. Anyway, you anyway, go crazy. Any Lady
1: Gaga song, but yeah, um, yeah and I think, but what. Like, we're 10 years now. The world is very different from it than it was 10 years ago. What do you think... What do you think that did start? We were saying it sparked something, but what do you think that was? I think
0: it just sparked something that was already happening. I mean, that then went on to a spark. You know, RuPaul's Drag Race started. You know, for example, it was a moment in time where... People, you know, and then obviously we had the legalisation of same-sex marriage in the US and in the UK and other countries. And I think it just sparked a realisation from people, some people that they thought, actually, why don't these people have equality? It also sparked other people to realise, oh, I can have equality. And I think it just also sparked an open discussion an open conversation to help people understand. Yeah,
1: I think it was one of those moments within queer history where the door was opened a little bit further. Yeah. Because we're not there yet, by any means. Lady Gaga was singing the words transgender 10 years ago and they're still the most marginalised people in our community. Of course, yeah. But it did, it knocked the door open that bit more and let the light shine in a bit more. And I think, I also think it began this wave which we now sort of just take as... What it is within pop culture and pop music of like that purposeful pop, pop mm. music that has a purpose. Like, I think if you look at people, um, like look at Lizzo, yeah, like her well, music. Well, there would be
0: no Lizzo without, without Lady Gaga, that.
1: and obviously, we could do a whole episode just purely about Lady Gaga when I was focusing on this one song, but like, I think without that and then look what happened recently with the with jojo siwa coming out yeah without born well what she said as well to the song she was she was on tiktok miming to the song born this way
0: and remember what did she say about um her fans what was it that jojo siwa said about if she lost them didn't she say um something it was i'm paraphrasing now but she basically said uh but what somebody her girlfriend asked her what happens if you lose everything and she said well if i lose everything because I'm not being myself, then I don't want it at all. Yeah. And I think that sums up Born This Way. Yeah. And also, let's not forget, in Born This Way, she says the word straight as well. Yeah. It, it's And it's so interesting because she's basically saying, well, you were born this way. We were all born this way. So therefore, equ- equality. It's
1: just, just, is just it. it is what and it I know, is. Going back to when we saw her live, I remember she did a speech about like, well, if you're not with us, we're locking the doors, but we've got the key. mm. And it was that whole thing of and like and that wasn't being, and that's yeah that's not saying that if you were straight you weren't welcome, it was a uh, be part of this movement. Mm. But I think it's crazy, yeah. Like ten years later, you've got someone like JoJo Siwa who came out to that song to that song, and I think that just proves the legacy of Born This Way. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then yeah. obviously you've got openly gay pop stars like Troye Sivan mm-hmm. that I think without Kim Petras, Kim Petras, yeah. That all, every interview you look at them, they always hearken back to Lady Gaga and that song yeah. as well. And then obviously off the back of it, she started the Born This Way Foundation. Yes. For her, I can never say this word, phil- 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 philanthropic. You said it. A. Philanthropic <laughs> work, which obviously her Born This Way Foundation works with teens around the globe that yeah. are being marginalised or uh, need help, need yeah. care. Um And that's a legacy in itself, and it's named after the song um, It's crazy, I think in some aspects we've come such a long way in ten years mm-hmm. but in other aspects, I think that that almost felt too early ten well, years ago.
0: A lot of things do though, don't they? like you know, you push for something you you take five steps forward, three steps back yeah. all the time with everything and because I... there's always going to be pushback, but it's like what you know we always say. It's so interesting when people fight against an idea of equality. Yeah. Because equality is happening, whether you like it or not, it's a steamroller, yeah. and you can slow it down, but you can't stop it because it will happen, and people will carry on fighting. People will carry mm. on using their voice, even in a way like Lady Gaga did, to write a banging tune and get a number one, but at the same time change people's mind.
1: And I think it's interesting as well because, like I said, it it would our pop. We want our pop stars to be politicized now. Yeah. We want them to be politically active. We yeah. want them to stand for something. Like, um, I think there's huge parallels of that. with it's like, like a responsibility With, like, now. Taylor Swift. Yeah. That was so long in her career, she was sort of denying her political viewpoint being open. And mm. actually now we find, I think we find it strange when we have pop stars that we don't really know where they sit politically. Well, I think if people keep... Ooh.
0: Now it's got to the point where if they don't say anything, then we think the worst which is yeah. maybe not true about everyone and probably no. not right but if somebody's refusing to tell us what their political viewpoint is i think um oh, so what do you think yeah you know but then
1: i think it's because 10 years ago we had this pop star thing she was just so like i said unsubtle screaming these words an alien from coming motherland. out of an egg or whatever <laughs> she was doing wearing boots <laughs> and singing these words that she almost allowed she almost made it that we could never turn back yes and I, that's what I, th- I think personally. I think that's what the legacy of that song is: is that we we can never go back. She drew past a like yeah, a line in the, in the sand. sand. Yeah, and we can't go behind that. Now we can only keep moving forward. Yeah. Will um, be interesting to see what the legacy is in twenty years' time. It will. Very interesting. Yeah, but still an absolute banger.
0: And put it on now and listen yeah. to it. If we didn't have copyright issues, we'd probably play it yeah. as our yeah. outro. But we're not going to do we're that. Gonna, I'm not going <laughs> to sing it for you either. No. Um,
1: but yeah, like I think it's still an uplifting tune now. If you're really struggling with identity or with any with who you I'll are, listen to any Lady Gaga. Listen song. to it, like because regardless of whether you're a fan of Lady Gaga or not, you can't deny that those lyrics must speak to you on some level. Definitely. And if not, I suppose you could listen to Firework. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we hope you've enjoyed this
0: week. um I just wanted to take a moment. Um, as it is LGBT plus history month here in the UK. Got a few days um, left. We've got a few days left. Um, but um, obviously HIV is a huge pandemic still um, across the world. And if you are here in the UK, if you Google um, your local area and free HIV home test, mm. a lot of local areas, if not all, um, are offering free HIV home tests Um it's it's something crazy like i think i'm paraphrasing but about six percent of people don't know that they have hiv yeah which is quite a lot um and so yeah if you are you know questioning or worried then you can do it at home now and it is free just give yourself a google
1: yeah if you're nervous if you're embarrassed if you don't know what to do there are charities that can help yeah and get yourself tested because it's always better to know than not and it's just better to stay safe definitely Thanks for listening, guys.
0: Bye. Go listen to Lady Gaga. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
1: You've been listening to Left Out with Gary and Owen.
0: Subscribe to Left Out at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Follow us on Instagram at Gary Andowen.